Today on the iBuyer Experiment, we're bringing on a guest. It's Craig Proctor of the Proctor Systems. Craig was at one point the number one REMAX agent in the world. And through his coaching program, he has helped thousands of real estate agents become millionaires. I am so excited for today's show. You don't want to miss it. I'm so happy to have you. Welcome, Craig. Well, uh, how are you doing today? I am doing really good. I just, I'm excited to be on here with you. You are an icon in our industry and, you know, so just provide so much value and goodwill to the real estate community. So this is an honor for me, truly. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So, Craig, this is the iBuyer experiment. So I just, I, I kind of, it's, it's funny to me because you were the creator of the Your Home Sold Guaranteed program. And I feel like you started all of this, this stuff, I don't know, maybe unknowingly at the time, but talk to us a little bit about that and how you've seen it evolve over the years into now this iBuying program. Yeah, you know, uh, when, when we're uh, talking about iBuying and, and guarantees, it's something that I used uh, since the beginning of my career. Uh, actually, not in the first year or two. The first year or two, I struggled doing what every other agent is doing and, um, you know, door knocking, cold calling. I really didn't understand marketing at all. And uh, I became a student of direct response marketing. And, you know, I learned about unique selling propositions and, and guarantees. And in year three of having my license, I started offering uh, a guaranteed sale program. So um, I was, as far as I know, one of the first realtors, if not the first to offer um, a, an upfront written guarantee to the seller. And the moment I did that, um, I mean, I completely separated uh, myself from all the other realtors. And um, in that third year, I was actually named the number one REMAX agent in the world. So uh, that was a pretty quick rise to the top, you know, only having my, my real estate license for 36 months. But yeah, it was almost like I was in a different business than all the other real estate agents. And the way my guarantee worked is uh, two ways. If they moved up and they bought any one of our my listings, I would guarantee the sale of their house. Um, so it was like an insurance policy that I would give move up buyers that they'd never get stuck owning two homes. Uh, you know, the market uh, back then was not like now where every seller knows their house is going to sell. Um, you know, in a slower market, it's something that sellers think about when they're, they're moving up to another home. Like, should I buy first? Should I sell first? You know, if I buy first and I don't get my present home sold in time, I could get stuck owning two homes, right? If I sell my house first and I don't find a house I like, I could end up with no house. So the guaranteed sale program solved that problem. I call that the real estate catch 22. Mm. And um, yeah, it was, uh, it, it just, uh, my career took off when I started offering uh, those types of guarantees. I advertised it everywhere on billboards, on bus benches, uh, <laughs> everywhere. I, I became known uh, in a very short period of time as the guy that will buy your home if it doesn't sell. <laughs> well, that's, that's not a bad thing to be known for. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, and I, I grew, I, I started to grow my team. I was one of the first agents to have a, a real estate team because I literally just couldn't keep up with all the business that was was coming in. So remember, this is going back uh, 20, 25 years ago. So nobody was offering a guaranteed sale program. Um, as far as I know, nobody else had teams, nobody else, 
like I've never been a broker owner. I've always been um, just an agent. <laughs> I was just a real estate agent working at the Remax office, but I, because I couldn't handle the, uh, the amount of incoming business because of the guaranteed sale program, I started hiring other agents to go out on some of the listing appointments and buyer appointments. And now, um, you know, what, what I was doing back then is uh, a lot more commonplace, but um, yeah, it was, it was a game changer for me that that guarantee and um you know today we know it's a thing right uh we know that uh this is something that sellers want and a lot of real estate agents you know when they um hear about guaranteed sales programs or i buyer companies um some realtors have like a negative perception about this but we have to understand the reason i buyer companies exist the reason guaranteed sale programs exist is because this is what sellers want. This is what buyers want. And uh, so even though maybe some real estate agents uh, uh, don't like it or, and usually if they don't like it, uh, you know, they'll say things like, well, you know, that's a bait and switch or, you know, you're, you're, uh, you know, you know, you're, you're giving the seller a really low offer. Usually they just don't understand really how the guarantee works. Um, like if I buy a new car, um, and I get car insurance, uh, which I obviously would do. And uh, if I wreck the car, um, you know, when the car is six months old, the insurance company is probably not going to give me 100% of what I paid for the car. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad I have insurance. It's the same thing with uh, the guaranteed sale program is uh, we're not offering 100% of what the home uh, would market for would sell for, but we're offering a, a very aggressive um, you know, amount because we want the seller to actually take the guarantee. So they move up and buy one of our listings. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, you, you had something, a quote on your Instagram page that I think really speaks to this. And you wrote on there, the only vote that counts is the customer. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, again, when I started rolling up the guaranteed sale program, uh, I think there were a lot of haters in, in my hometown, a lot of the other agents, they did not did not like it because I really did truly create an unfair advantage for myself. Mm. The buyers and sellers loved it. And that's why I was, I was being so successful at it. And the other agents didn't understand it. And, um, you know, I, I wasn't uh, explaining it to, to them because <laughs> it was working very well for me. Uh, but, you know, th there, this is a really um, wonderful uh, option for not all sellers, but some sellers, you know, the, the fact that you can instantly know that your home is sold and you don't have to worry about all the stress. Um, you know, you don't have to be concerned about, uh, you know, owning two properties is, uh, is very important to some clients. And, uh, you know, I, I took advantage of that. Um, Wall Street uh, eventually noticed this and, uh, here we are today uh, <laughs> yeah. with, uh, with, with uh, many real estate agents uh, following my lead and even in Wall Street uh, with, the, with the iBuyer companies. Yeah, you know, it is fascinating to kind of watch. I call it the institutionalization of real estate and to kind of mm -hmm. watch that happening before our eyes. And it's, it's an exciting time in the market. And I want to talk about how now, I think I, I read that your coaching company, the Craig Proctor Systems, you have made more millionaire real estate agents than any other coaching company. And so clearly, you guys are doing some really good things. 
Uh, tell us how you're working with agents to really coach them up to have these million dollar plus real estate businesses. Yeah. Okay. Good question. So, um, you know, I, I know there's uh, some of my competitors that would say, well, you know, we, we work with all these uh, millionaire real estate agents. So the point that I'm making is we actually created them. Uh, we we're taking agents that are typically newer in the business or uh, they're struggling and within a few years, we're, we're helping them become millionaire agents, making over a million dollars in GCI. So, um, you know, it's, it's that, uh, that, that's pretty cool to be able to take somebody um, that's brand new or somebody that's struggling. And in a couple of years, um, you know, they're making a million or two million or three million dollars a year. It's, it's so, like life changing. <clears throat> Yeah. And um, many of my clients have been with me for five, 10, 15, 20 years, uh, and their business just continues to grow. So my, our goal is always to create lifetime members. Mm. You know, our goal is, uh, you know, not to have people come and go, but to add so much value to their life as a real estate agent that they, they want to be a Craig Proctor system member for as long as they're a real estate agent. It's a good goal, and and I, I can kind of attest to my parents, and um, for those of you listening and watching may know that my parents sell real estate here in the Phoenix market, and they've been a member of Craig Proctor for many years, and 100% it has just changed the course of their business, and they're doing amazing and have a very flourishing career. So I like that mentality of the lifetime, you know, we're going to be with you for your business over the long haul versus we're going to get in and show you some tactics and then we're out. Um, I like that. And I think though, it takes a lot of uh, focus and execution. And you talk about, you've talked about that in order for a real estate agent to have a highly successful business, they need the three things. And you've said they need systems, intellectual property, and technology. And those kind of were the, the categories that I, I saw this on, on some of the materials you guys have posted out. So can you talk to us a little bit about what those three things mean, the systems, the intellectual property, and the technology? Yeah, um, I, uh, I differentiate what we do versus all the other coaching companies uh, uh, in the following ways. Well, first of all, let's talk about what most realtors think about when they think of a real estate coach, their perception is, well, what is a real estate coach? A real estate coach, that's somebody that's uh, going to keep me accountable. You know, uh, make your 50 calls every day. A real estate coach is going to help me be accountable. Maybe a real estate coach will share some ideas with me, right? Maybe the, maybe the real estate coach will be a motivator. They're going to motivate me. Um, what we do is very different. We're, it is called the Craig Proctor system. It is a systematic way that we teach all of our members systematically uh, do it the same way. So what we offer real estate agents is a lead generation system, a conversion system, uh, a, a presentation system, a system to recruit, hire, train, every part of growing a large um, you know, millionaire real estate agent business is, is systemized. So everybody's pretty much doing it the same way. We're giving, um, uh, we're, we're giving all the lead generation uh, techniques and ads and examples, the scripts, the dialogues. It is a system. And we leverage the realtor in three different ways. So first of all, we would take a, um, a, a new newer member, whether they're brand new in real estate or, hey, they could be in real estate for 10 years, and we would help fix their lead generation. 
Okay, so um, you, you, I mean, you can be a super, um, super experienced realtor. You can be a really great realtor, but if you don't have anybody to sell to, you're going to starve to death. Right. So, um, you know, some of you watching right now may be frustrated because you know you're a great realtor and there may be other realtors in your community that are doing better than you. And you're thinking to yourself, you know what, I'm a better realtor than that person. Um, and, and the truth is, maybe you are a better realtor than the, the competitor who's doing better than you, uh, but they have better marketing, mm -hmm. right? So if we take you, you're a great realtor, uh, you're experienced, you're ethical, you really do a great job for your clients. But now what we have to do is we have to create a situation where people know who you are, they understand what makes you different and better, and we have to figure out how to get buyers and sellers that are motivated chasing you. They need to be contacting you so you don't have to knock on cold, you don't have to cold call and sit in open houses and chase for sale by owners and expired listings. Okay, so that's step number one. Now, let's say that that works. So we take the realtor that's, um, you know, they're either struggling or maybe they're doing okay. And we get their marketing set up for them. And all of a sudden they get to this point where I got to in year three, where it's like, oh my God, I can't even work with all the business. <laughs> so now um, we, would, uh, we would introduce technology to help you as a solo agent, help you leverage yourself so you could do more business in less time as a solo agent. And then uh, even when we implement the technology, uh, at some point you're gonna be maxed out. And then we teach you how to leverage yourself with people. So who do I hire first? Who do I hire second? And I got to this point where eventually my real estate business more or less started to run on its own. And that's when I knew I was free. You know, I had this idea, how many homes could I sell if it had nothing to do with me, right? How many buyers could I work with if it had nothing to do with me? How many uh, sellers could I work with if it had nothing to do with me? So um, over the years, I, I started working on how do I slowly replace myself with technology and with people. And uh, by year four, I was selling over 500 homes a year and then 600 homes a year. And that's how I got into training and coaching other agents. Other agents were coming to me saying, you've only been in real estate for a few years. How are you doing this? So I decided, well, uh, I'll start doing seminars. And the seminars led to coaching. And the coaching led to, here we are 20 years later with over 30,000 agents that have been through the coaching and training. So I never really set out to, to do the, the coaching training or, or, or sharing of what I do with other agents, but uh, they came to me and uh, I showed them what I was doing. And the miracle was that it worked for them too. That's when I realized, holy cow, everything I'm doing, it, it's not like a Craig thing. Anybody that does what I'm doing is going to have the same success uh, that, that I was having. And once I knew that this was really just a system, this wasn't about Craig, it was about what Craig was doing, um, then, uh, you know, this thing took on a life of its own. Well, I, I like that you say it wasn't a Craig thing, but let's be real, Craig made it. So it kind of was a Craig thing. <laughs> well, let's say what it's, it's, not, it's not only a Craig thing, yeah. uh, right? Like if, if we take a look at your, uh, your parents, uh, right, uh, they, they just took that system and they implemented it. And they started to make more money and do more transactions and have more, more freedom. And that's what we all want. Um, and I think it's very important for everyone to understand 
that everything we want to do in real estate is already been done by thousands of other people. You know, we really don't have to have an innovative bone in our body. Um, if I wanted to learn how to play golf, I would find somebody that's a really good golfer and I would model and I would learn from them. The problem in the real estate industry is a lot of these coaches and trainers, some of them have never had a real estate license. Ooh. Yes. You know, um, you know, in big names, you know, yes. I, I, you know, they've never, uh, they've never had a real estate license. They've never had a buyer in their car. They've never negotiated offers. So I really believe that that's another thing that sets me apart is because I actually was a successful real estate agent for over 20 years um, that I probably better understand agents because I was in the trenches for so long. It's really hard for you know, a coach or a guru to really understand the life of a realtor if you've never, in fact, been a realtor. Mm, I agree. Well said. Yeah. And and we all know Thank that you. they're out there. And um, so yeah. absolutely being a practitioner first sets you apart. And I think, you know, obviously you stepping up to share these systems that you've created just really served the real estate community at large. Um, over many, many years and still is serving today. You know, I, I look back at my parents' journey and, you know, they they really needed the systems and the how-to and the day-to-day and what do I say and the scripts and the presentations. And all of that was just so useful for them because they were able to just take that and implement it and create a very amazing business. And so I think that uh, a lot of us get into real estate and we know we're good at selling homes. I love what you said about we see the agent in the marketplace that we're going, how are they getting all of this business? Because I'm way better than them. We've all had that thought when you said it, it just made me chuckle. But yeah, I think, you know, really just applying yourself and, and plugging into something that will differentiate you from the pack, because there are so many of us. I, I want to talk with you about about that because I think the number right now is, I don't know, let's call it 1.5 million realtors across the US. And it's just kind of, I know we're in a red hot market. And so obviously that's probably encouraging more people to get their license. Uh, but how do you, what, what do you think about all of these realtors that are coming into the market? And um, I mean, do you think most of them are just lost? Well, probably, I mean, look, um what I provide realtors, these systems that I provide real estate agents, right? The lead generation systems, the conversion systems, the presentation systems, the systems to recruit, the, the entire business system, right? Like having a multi-million dollar real estate enterprise, having a business requires organization and systems. This is not something they teach you in real estate school. Um, so uh, these droves of realtors that are getting into the business, whatever there is, 1.5 million, Many of them, um, you know, are are ill-equipped to actually succeed because in real estate school, let's be honest, what they teach you is how to pass the test, right? What they teach you in real estate school is how to fill out the listing agreement, how to fill out the offer, how to all the rules, right? And I'm not saying I'm not saying that isn't important, but everything in real estate school is focused about what to do. When you get a client, mm -hmm. the thing they never teach you is how to get any. <laughs> right. Right. So I get out of real estate school. I'm like, OK, well, I'm, I'm perfectly equipped, you know, build it and they will come. I've got my real estate license. I know how to fill out the paperwork, uh, but I've got nobody to sell to. So, you know, what I'm really offering real estate agents, it's almost like a franchise prototype. 
In fact, if we Google, um, you know, franchise, a franchise is a proprietary way of doing something, right? And in a way, this is what the real estate franchises should be providing their realtors, right? They, they should be providing them a lead generation system, a conversion system, a presentation system. So this is the void in the marketplace that my, my company is happy to fill that void. Um, this is not something that real estate agents get. Instead, what they're told often to do is to do the same things that haven't really worked well for the last 50 years. You know, go out and knock on some doors, go sit in an open house, go chase some FISBOs or expireds. That's not a real business. That's a job. And the realtors that are attracted to me want to have a business. You know, your parents wanted to make more money, right? They wanted to enjoy uh, what they were doing and delegate the parts of the job they really didn't care for. So they have more time and more freedom to spend with you and your family and do the things that they want. Well, I think everyone that gets into real, real estate has this vision of, well, um, you know, I'm not getting into real estate to make my life worse, right? Mm -hmm. But in right. fact, that's what happens, right? Like yeah. when my first year in real estate, I'm thinking, well, I'm going to get into real estate. I'm going to make all this money. I'm going to have all this freedom. And as I started to get successful, that was the first thing I lost was my freedom because mm. now I've got the great joy of working seven days a week, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, all of this stuff that I figured out was through my own necessity. Um, I had to figure out how can I... I'm a, I'm a young guy. When I got into real estate, I was 26. By the time I was 29, I was already the number one REMAX agent in the world. I was already making about $3 million in GCI. And the crazy part is I was still living at home with my parents. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding? I, I, I am not. No, I was, I was in my, when, well, not by 29, by 29, I bought a home. Uh, but it, when I started in real estate at age 26, I had uh, dropped out of college. I dropped out of university. And uh, so that was like 1987. And uh, I remember my parents saying, look, you're either going to go to school or you got to get a job. And my father got me a job at the local hospital in housekeeping because my father had just sold the guy that was head of housekeeping just sold. My father just listed and sold his house. So <laughs> I, I was so incompetent. I couldn't even get my own job. So yeah, that was in 1987. I made $14,000 that year while I took the real estate course. And then uh, three years later, I was making millions of dollars a year. Uh, but, wow. you know, kind of crazy because I was still living at home. And I think kind of being down and out like that for anybody watching this where you've, you're thinking, uh, oh, can it get any worse than this? Needless to say, I wasn't married, right? Uh, I'm, I'm working uh, in housekeeping, you know, taking out the garbage at the local hospital. I don't have a car. I'm making $14,000 a year and I'm living with my parents. Uh, does, does this sound like somebody you might want to date? Right. So uh, <laughs> yes, I was single when I got, I was single when I got into real estate and highly motivated to succeed because I never wanted to go back there again. Mm. Oh, that's such a cool story. Uh, thank you for sharing it. And yeah. now I'm just curious more about like you. See, like, now you're feeling better about I, yourself. Um, like, I, you know, <laughs> But, but I do share that story with agents that come because a lot of times they're struggling. They're like, yeah. hey, you know, I'm in a bad spot. Right. Here's my deal. And so I'm like, well, I was there too. And, you know, it doesn't matter where you are, um, you know, like your present or your past doesn't equal your future. And mm. this is the message I want to share with people watching this is there was no reason for me to succeed. Like, honestly, right. I dropped out of college. I dropped out of university. I'm living home with my mom and dad. I'm making $14,000 a year. When I got into real estate, I'd never sold anything in my life before. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't know anything about marketing. Uh, even my, my, I got into real estate because my dad was a real estate agent. Even my father told me not to do it. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, even my dad, even my dad's like, yeah, you, you know what, Craig, you, you don't really stick with anything. You're, you're probably not going to stick with this either. So, so even my own father said, don't do it. Wow. Um, in hindsight, but, was that like more motivation to really do it? Uh, no, my dad was very supportive once I made the decision to, okay. to do it. He was like, what my, it's not like my dad wanted me to fail. Believe me, he wanted to get me out of the house. He wanted <laughs> me to, to find my, find my thing and succeed. Uh, but when I started, even though my dad was very supportive, he was a real estate agent for about 15 or 20 years at the time. So, you know, my dad's helping me to the best of his ability, but what did my father know? My father knew cold calling, door knocking, sitting in open houses. Um, so, that's what I did, right? That's what we do. We get into real estate. We look around at uh, what everyone's doing. They're all going crazy and they're all unhappy. And you figure, well, I guess that's just the nature of the business. And after year one, you know what I'm thinking? My dad was right. This is hard, mm. right? I made a mistake and I did not want to fail because I did not want to look my dad in the eyes and say, okay, uh, you were right. And now I've, you know, I, here I am not sticking with something else. So I became, what changed everything for me is I became a student of direct response marketing. I attended, uh, I attended a marketing conference once and it totally made sense to me. You know, instead of advertising, you know, image advertising, because that's what I was, uh, after I did all the prospecting stuff uh, and I hated it, because right, we all hate it. Yes, uh, we do. I start, yeah, we, well, yep. who wants to do that, right? Nope. Look, I'm in Toronto. It's cold up here. You do not want to be knocking on doors in January, right? So uh, I started I started doing some marketing. And um, I looked around again at all the other agents and their advertising, you know, glamour shot, you know. Uh, uh, so my ads are, are basically saying the same thing as everybody else's. I'm going to work hard for you. I've got lots of integrity. I want your business. I'm always available. Um, uh, I said I'm number one, even though I'm not number one. You know, I have a little slogan. None of that worked. I remember my broker saying, well, Craig, um, what you need to do is you need to go take a picture next to a nice car. Uh, here, I've got a BMW in the parking lot. So I take a picture with my broker owner's BMW. Um, I knew nothing about marketing. I wasted thousands of dollars on advertising that didn't work. And then I attend this conference and I learn about I, I learn about direct response marketing, that the only reason you should spend even a dollar on marketing and advertising, if it's if it's trackable and you can test and you need to get a return on investment, this all made total sense to me. So I took some of these concepts and I started implementing them. Uh, at the conference, they started talking about, well, what sets you apart from all the other agents? I didn't have an answer to that. I, nothing sets me apart. I guess that's why I'm not doing very well. So. Um, my father, I remember who had been in real estate for 20 years or so at the time, my dad, way back when, 20 years earlier, was doing guarantees on properties. Okay. So I'm talking to my dad about, well, what, what's the biggest, you know, what's the biggest, boldest offer that we can make to a seller? How about this? If we don't sell your house, we'll buy it. So I start advertising, well, um, other agents will promise to sell your home. Craig Proctor guarantees it in writing. You know, your home sold uh, for cash, right? Uh, guaranteed in writing. And that's how it would work. I would give them an upfront guarantee that if I haven't sold their home within a certain amount of uh, time that we would agree on, if I haven't sold their home for that price or more, 
uh, that I would buy it myself. Now, the, the secret was I was always able to sell the house for more money than the written guarantee. So I didn't, I, I think in my career, over 25 years, I ended up buying two homes. Right. So, I mean, and that's that's the interesting thing because you, I think you alluded to it before that maybe agents, when they would see this, maybe they would think it was gimmicky or whatever. But I, I think that ultimately what you were delivering is a very compelling value proposition and it set you apart from everybody else. And that's what sellers well, want. Well, think about, think about if you, uh, you want to buy a new car. Okay, you've got a car and you want to buy a new car. Imagine if the car dealerships didn't have a trade-in program, right? Mm. Imagine if you had to, if you had, I mean, it's not that you couldn't do it. I mean, you could, uh, you know, have your car on auto trader or whatever, and you could sell it uh, private, sell your car yourself. Uh, but uh, they would sell a lot less cars if the, if the uh, buyer had to sell their own car. Now, we all know that when we buy a new car and we, we drive our old car onto the, into the dealership, we know the dealership is not going to give us, um, you know, as much money for our car as we could get if we we sell it ourselves. We under, we all understand that, but it's a convenience, right? Mm-hmm. So most of us, even though we we understand that if we trade our our car in for the new car, um, you know, we're 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 going to take a little bit less for our car. For convenience' sake, we do that. This is why I buyer companies exist, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not for everybody, right? Some sellers are like, well, you know what? Um, I, um, I'll put up with the, uh, the showings and the inspections and the repairs and all the hassle because I want to squeeze those extra few percentage points out. And then you've got other sellers that are like, no, I'm good. Uh, if I can avoid all that, if I can have, uh, a, you know, the peace of mind of an upfront guarantee, I would rather have that. So there is always going to be a marketplace uh, for the iBuyer model, for the guarantees. And, uh, and and that's what I found. I found a marketplace. I didn't, I didn't get 100% of all the home sales in Toronto. But I'll tell you one thing. I did get about, uh, I had a 15% market share. Wow. Okay, so uh, in, my ta- in my town north of Toronto, one at the peak of the pinnacle of the Craig Proctor uh, real estate days, I had a 15% market share. Now, if you think about that, that means one in every eight sold signs in my town had my name on it. And so that was kind of cool because you'd drive down the street and you'd see sign after sign after sign. So it did allow me to have uh, to create this market domination, uh, to create an offer that other realtors were actually, they didn't understand it. They were terrified. Uh, they perhaps thought I was crazy. And then, of course, some of them would try to undermine it. Well, that's a gimmick or it's a bait and switch. Let's talk about the bait and switch thing for a second. So if I run an ad that says, um, you know, your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it, or move up to any one of my listings, uh, or and I'll buy your home for cash, uh, does every buyer uh, that responds, do they qualify for the guaranteed sale program? No, because some of them are not moving up and and, uh, and and buying one of my listings, some of their some sellers are moving out of the area, so not a hundred percent of the buyers uh, qualify. Uh, but some of the buyers that call me, or some of the sellers that call me, uh, even if they don't qualify, I could still list their home, right? So it is a great lead generator. But um, as far as real estate agents dismissing the guarantee, uh, the guaranteed sale program, and the I buyer stuff is is a is a bait and switch. I want to remind realtors of the following. Every time uh, we advertise our listings, 
Okay, mm -hmm. well, we've got a for sale sign out in front. We every time we advertise our listings, honestly, realtors, what percentage of the time when you get an ad call or a sign call, does the buy when you tell the buyer about the house, do they say, "Oh my God, that's the perfect house," and they buy it? Yeah. Very rarely, right? right? Right. But that doesn't stop us all from advertising our listings. Let's remind everybody. Here's how it really goes down in real estate. We advertise our listings because it's a great way to get people that want to buy to call us. And when right. the buyer calls us, 98% of the time, I'm making that number up. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. be, be, probably. Lot, You're probably right. It could be higher. Well, let's, let's just say for <laughs> argument's sake, 98% of the time, here's how this goes down. When you get an ad call or a sign call, okay, 98% of the time, the buyer says to you, oh, uh, that house is too big, it's too small, it's in the wrong location, it's too much money or whatever, and they're trying to get off the phone. Now, earlier in my career, that's exactly what would happen. I would get an ad call or um, a sign call, and I would tell them all about the property, thinking I'm being a good realtor, tell them all about the property, and uh, they'd say, oh, it's a three-bedroom, we want a four-bedroom, or that's too much money, or it's in the wrong area, and boom, they're off the phone. Now, notice that the minute the buyer eliminates the property, they also want to eliminate you, right. the realtor, right? Right. <laughs> right. So, so then finally, we all wise up, like I wised up, and I'm like, okay, I get it now. Um, you know, almost 100% of the time, they never buy the property they call on. So when they tell me that it's too big or too small, the wrong location or whatever, I then learn to ask, well, what are you looking for? And some of them will tell us what they're looking for. And then what do we do? We tell them about other listings that would match their criteria. Now, often... The other listings that we talk about are not listings that we personally have. They might not even be listings that are, are listed with our company, our brokerage. They might be just listings on MLS. So where am I going with all this? Every realtor in the country, we could accuse of being guilty of bait and switch because we advertise a property that we know no one's going to buy. And then we switch the buyer on to the right property, something else on MLS. So if we're all doing bait, I mean, marketing, the idea of marketing is the idea of running an ad is to get people that want to buy and sell to call you. So this whole idea that, well, the guaranteed sale program is bait and switch. Okay, well, guess what? I guess my bait and switch is better than your bait and switch because <laughs> you're advertising a listing and you're switching them on. And I'm getting way more calls. Want to know why? Because I'm offering what the buyers and sellers really want. It sets me apart from everybody else. Everyone else is a real estate agent. They're advertising buyer listings and they're working with buyers. I'm doing that too, but I'm also offering a very powerful guarantee, which is move up to any one of my listings and I will guarantee in writing to sell your home for the upfront price that we agreed to. Okay. And that was a game changer. And so the, so wall street, they're paying attention. It's like, well, we can do this. Yeah. Wall street's typically investing in the stock market, right? Now they see real estate is an important asset. Hey, let's get into the guarantee. Let's let's do Craig Proctor's guaranteed sale program big time with Wall Street money. So now they've got gazillions of dollars to invest. And this is a thing. If it wasn't a thing, there would be no I don't know what the stats are. I don't know how many homes uh, mm, yeah, uh, about open door bought. Uh, but uh, yep. in, in Zillow, of course, it didn't work out with uh, with them. Uh, so it's like, look, it's it's a thing. Right. We can't say there's not a market for it, or we wouldn't be talking about this right now. Right. It's it's an important part. Like, you know, there used to be travel agents, hmm. Yeah. right? There used to be stockbrokers. Now right. I've got this app, I've got this app on my phone. Uh, let me tell you where I got this app from. My father, my father's 82 years old 
And my dad trades, trades his own stocks on his phone. And uh, me, like a dummy, I have a guy in downtown Toronto, the big towers, and uh, you know he's, uh, he invests my money. My 82-year-old father this year got a better return than the guys I pay a lot of money wow. to. So, so it's what what app do you is, use for your stocks? Uh, it's with one of the banks here in Canada. Okay, okay. It's, it's an app I use, and and so uh, on the weekends I go over and see my dad, and my dad tells me what to buy. He's retired. He's got <laughs> lots of time. He's like, "We'll buy this, buy this." My my father is 82 years old. He doesn't use a stockbroker. Okay, so what's happening with real estate is the algorithms are getting smarter. Okay, we're get okay. Technology is getting a better handle on what home what homes are worth. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so this is going to be a bigger thing. Uh, people want convenience. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, that's why we have Uber Eats. Yes, uh, which by the way has uh, I think has caused me to gain fifteen pounds during the pandemic alone <laughs> because they'll now deliver food right to my house, which I'm happy to eat. So fantastic. Uh, so, Yes. So, so uh, look, technology's changing things so much and um, uh, social media, the way we deliver our messages, uh, the way we retarget uh, the, the omnipresence. uh, It's just an exciting time to be a marketer period, but understanding all of this and in real estate where, you know, you're dealing with the most expensive thing that people buy and sell. um, There's a lot of money to be made. Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, I look at, I, of course, study the iBuyer acquisitions and and Zillow was, you know, Zillow Geddon, as we call it here, that was an interesting curveball. But we do still see the iBuyer market share growing. And I know quarter three of 2021, you know, we had close to 2% market share nationally. And I know that people say, oh, it's only 2% market share. And I'm going, are you kidding? This is insane. Like this just started. We're just at the beginning of this. It's going to increase. And so we definitely agree that technology is changing the way homes are bought and sold. And and I think that the angle for realtors is to do what you do, do what we do, lead with these value propositions that are going to set yourself apart. And I think um, one thing too, that I really wanted to talk to you about, because it was a quote you had on your Instagram, and I thought it was really good. And I think it's worth. First of all, I love that you've written down all my quotes. I know, right? They're good. You have great quotes. Um, I'll start sharing them. You know, that that's good. I'll put them on my my stories. But this one was: in order to make a quantum leap in your business, you must first make a quantum leap in your thinking. Yes, if you've ever attended a Craig Proctor conference, which of course your parents have attended many of them. I, I start off uh, every conference, uh, you know, really talking about how important it is, like how we think about real estate, how we think about things. Uh, these are, of course, our paradigms. And, um, you know, I think you're all familiar with what, what a paradigm is. Um, we, uh, you know, the way we're raised by our parents, uh, our experience through elementary school, high school, college, um, your first day at the job, all your experience, all your work years, all your experiences that you've had in your life form this paradigm. And your paradigm is, you know, this self-imposed prison, basically, that uh, that controls the way we see the world. So uh, you can imagine when I first got into real estate, what do you think my paradigm was there? Oh, it was you know, hard. 
Yeah. Uh, well, uh, my paradigm is is nobody can be successful. Being successful is hard. I was the victim. I'm living at home with my parents. I've dropped out of college and university. I don't have a car. I have this crappy job at the hospital. Um, so my paradigm was very small. Like my experiences, nobody could make a million dollars a year. That's crazy talk, right? <laughs> so uh, who we hang out with is really important. And that's something else our parents told us, right? A lot of what they said was true. true. You know, if you hang around with bad people, bad things will happen. If you hang around with good people, maybe good things will happen. So um, when realtors come to me, they typically say, Craig, I want to do better. But I don't want to change what I'm doing because change is uncomfortable, right? And so when they sit with me that first day at a conference, uh, I warn them all that uh, you didn't come to me because you want to learn how to do what you're already doing, but just a little bit better. You come to me because you want to learn radically different ways uh, so you can get exponential results. In other words, I don't want realtors coming to me because they want incremental gains. Right. You can go to any coach, any, any trainer, any probably your in-house training at your friend, your real estate franchise or brokerage will show you uh, how to get incremental gains, you know, knock on some a few more doors, work seven days a week instead of six days a week. Um, realtors come to me because they want exponential gains. So for that to happen, um, basically what I have to do is I have to take the realtor, pop their head off their shoulders, <laughs> clean out all that stuff that they've been taught all the way, the things that they've been taught uh, about how to sell real estate. And we've got to start over again uh, because we all agree that what we think about or how we think controls what we do and what we do controls the results that we get. And if you're thinking the wrong way, right? If you got the wrong thoughts about money and about real estate, you're never going to do the things that I teach and you're never going to get these results. So we, a big part of what I teach in the beginning is how to get your head on right, how to start thinking correctly about your business. And under, I, first of all, I get it. I, real estate agents understand most of them don't have a business. They think they have a business because they have a business card and they have a for sale sign and they say they're in the real estate business, but they come to me and they're working seven days a week. Hmm. You don't have a business. You've got a terrible job because you're working seven days a week and you're not even making a lot of money. Hmm. Yes. Uh, right. So, um, you know, uh, that that's a big part of it is is how we think and look at all of us have paradigms. I battle it all the time. You know, I was talking to someone the other day and I, I said, you know, I look back over the last, uh, you know, 10 or 15 years and I can think of all kinds of things, opportunities that I just didn't see. Yeah. Like it was right there. I can see it as clear as day now. But at the time, I couldn't see it. So we all um, are impacted by these blinders, more or less, that we, we wear, and, and we don't see these opportunities. And when a new opportunity or something different comes along, we have a tendency to immediately judge it. Oh, this iBuyer thing, oh, that's a scam. Uh, Craig Proctor's guaranteed sale program, oh, that's a bait and switch, right? Uh, we need to really step back and under take a minute to understand what we don't know. You see, what we don't know is the opportunity. What we know is the problem. Hmm. Most people don't understand that. What we know is the problem. Um, look, at, uh, you might even be good at what you know. 
right? I'm talking to everybody watching this. You might be really good at what you know, but getting better at what you know will only get you these incremental gains. If you want to have exponential gains, you have to be really good at what you don't know. Mm. You have to learn what you don't know. So, um, you know, be curious. Don't immediately judge an idea or a concept. Understand, well, you know what? I guess there's iBuyer companies. I guess these guarantees are a thing, right? They exist because that's what the marketplace wants. It doesn't really matter what we want. It doesn't really matter what we think. We've got to look at the marketplace and say, what are the, what are the trends, right? We want to know what's going to be big. You know, we want to be ahead of the curve on this. And that's one of the things I've always prided myself is um, I've been doing this a long time and I've got to always stay ahead of the curve. I want to be there before everybody else is there. Well, you certainly were there before everybody else with your guaranteed sale program. And I love it. As you said that your paradigms are your self-imposed prisons. I've never heard that before. That was a definitely a nugget that stuck out with me. Just well, there's another another writer downer for you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, Craig, it has been wonderful having you on here on the iBuyer Experiment today. I'd like you to share with our listeners and viewers um, how they can connect with your company and how you can serve them in their real estate business. I would love that. Um, so. If, uh, if, our little, if our talk here today, if this makes sense to you, if it resonates, if what I'm saying resonates with you, what I'd like to invite all of you to do is book a call with me and my team. It's absolutely free of charge. And all you have to do is go to proctorcall.com. So, you know, my name here, proctorcall.com. And uh, you can pick, pick a day and a time that, that works for you. And you might be thinking, well, is this like some kind of big sales pitch? Not at all. Um, like what we covered here today, this was free for you to watch, right? So this is what you experienced here would be uh, pretty much what our conversation would be like. I would be asking you questions about uh, your business now, what you do and why you do it that way. And I'd also ask you questions about, well, where would you like, what would you like your business to look like? You know, where would you like to go with this? You know, two years or five years down the road, what's your vision for your real estate business? And then I would ask you, okay, well, if you know where you are and you know where it is you want to go, why are you not already doing it, right? Seems obvious. And so most people will be able to tell me, well, look at here's what's holding me back, right? Yeah, I know where I am. I know where I want to go, but here's my obstacle. And then I would give you my advice on how to eliminate or go around that obstacle to get what you want. And uh, again, this is absolutely uh, no obligation if uh, at the end of our 45 minute conversation, you would like to work with me, that would be great. I would love that. But if not, you can uh, keep all the information, the ideas that we shared with you and go on your merry way and uh, continue doing what you're doing. Uh, so again, it's proctorcall.com. Uh, it's all good things start with a conversation. Be open-minded. It costs you nothing to have a conversation with us. Uh, only good things can happen. Uh, there's no downside to this, proctorcall.com. We hope you'll do that. Wonderful. I hope you will, too. You have been serving the real estate community for many, many years, and you will continue to do so. So I know that if you're listening and you're looking for that extra help in your business, I think you might want to go to proctorcall.com and schedule your free call today. Again, Craig, thank you so much. It has been a true honor to have you on, and we appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me.